Good morning. Today is Thursday, December 16th, 2021. If you want to understand what a book is about, and let's remember, the Chumash, the Torah, is divided into five books. And we're about to finish with this week's Parsha, Vayechi, we're about to finish the first of the five books. And it is significant that the organization, that the format of the Torah should be in the form of books. And Rabbi Sachs suggests that if you want to understand what a book is about, you have to look carefully at how it ends. And our Parsha, Vayechi, which is the end of Bereshis, ends with three very significant scenes. The first scene is that Yaakov gives a bracha to his grandsons, Ephraim and Menashe. And of course, as you may know, this is the bracha that parents give to their children very often on Friday nights. And Rabbi Jakovitz, who is the former previous chief rabbi of Great Britain, he was once asked, why this bracha do Jews for all time give to their children? I mean, there are lots of beautiful brachas in the Torah. Why this one? Now, the truth is, I'm hoping to share a different answer with you tomorrow. But Rabbi Jacobowitz answered that this bracha is the only bracha in the Torah we have of a grandfather giving a blessing to grandchildren. All the other examples of blessings within a family are from fathers to children. This is the only one from grandparents to grandchildren. And the unique feature is as follows. Between parents and children, there can sometimes be tension. Between grandparents and grandchildren, there is no need for tension. There is only love. Because grandparents don't have the responsibility to discipline their grandchildren. That's the parent's job. The role of grandparents is pure love. And so all of us imitate this bracha, which is the paradigm of a blessing of pure love, no tension whatsoever. That's the first scene. The second scene is that Yaakov blesses his sons, his 12 sons. And these brachos that Yaakov gives to his sons at the end of his life are very, very curious because there is tension between Yaakov and at least some of his sons. Look, for example, as we read the Parsha this week, what Yaakov says to Ruvain and to Shimon and to Levi they don't even sound like blessings. They sound more like criticisms. And yet, notwithstanding that, he is blessing all of his sons together in the same room 
At the same time, the Torah makes it clear they had all gathered together. And this is something that we have not seen before in the Torah. There is no bracha of Avraham blessing all of his sons, Avraham and Yitzchak. There is no scene in the Torah. There is a scene in the Torah where Avraham, where Yitzchak blesses Yaakov, who he thinks is Esav, and later where he blesses Yaakov, knowing that it's Yaakov and Esav. So there is a scene where Yitzchak blesses each of his sons separately, but there is no scene where he blesses them together. The fact that Yaakov is able to gather all of his family together is unprecedented. And it's very, very important because in the next Parsha, immediately after our Parsha, the book of Bereshis ends. And next week's Parsha begins the book of Shemos, the Parsha of Shemos. And that is where, for the first time, we are described as a nation, as an Am. The transition from family in our Parsha to nation in next week's Parsha could not have happened if they had not been able to live together as a family. The nation develops from the family. That's the second scene. The third scene is after the death of Yaakov and the brothers come to Yosef and they ask for forgiveness. Now we discussed this from one aspect a couple of days ago. But remember, the brothers still are worried. They are suspicious. They do not trust Yosef. They are worried that because of the terrible things that they had done to him years early and all the suffering that he had suffered as a result of their actions, that he is going to take revenge. And even though years have passed since they have been reconciled, and he has not done so, but now that Yaakov, their father, has died, now they're worried again Maybe once Yaakov has died, he is going to take revenge. And Yosef again speaks to them. And he says, you did not intend me harm. Hashem wanted this to happen. Like he said in last week's Parsha, which we discussed last week. Hashem wanted this to happen. It was good because it enabled me to be able to provide not only for all of Egypt, but for you as well. You intended it for harm, but God meant it for good. And he puts them at rest. And here's what the Torah is telling us. The Torah is telling us at the end of Beratius, which will sum up the theme of the entire book, that the family comes before everything else. It comes before the land of Israel. 
It comes before the nation, Am Yisrael. It comes before politics, economics. It comes before the pursuit of power. And it comes before the accumulation of wealth. Because think about this. From an external point of view, if you're reading the Cairo Times newspaper every day, the impressive story at the end of Bereshis is Yosef coming from prison and rising to the heights of power and the Egyptians themselves celebrate and respect him and revere him and probably fear him. So much so that when his father dies, Yaakov dies, it's not only mourning of the family, all of Egypt is mourning and taking note of the passing of Yosef's father. But with all of that success and all of that power and all of that accomplishment, when we turn the page and begin next week's Parsha, the book of Shamos, it's all gone. The Jewish people are vulnerable. They start to be persecuted. All of that power that Yosef had centralized into Paro's government starts to be used against them. It doesn't last. Because here's the story. Here's the lesson. The book of Bereshis is not about power. It's about families. Because that is where life together begins. Now, <clears throat> the Torah does not mean to imply, and this is obvious, and we've been discussing this for the last number of weeks, does not mean to imply that anything is easy or simple about making and sustaining a, a family. Our matriarchs, Sarah, Rivka, and Rachel, suffer tremendous pain and agony at infertility, at being unable to have a family. And they go through hoping and waiting and praying and waiting some more terrible, terrible pain that they suffered. Sibling rivalry is repeated throughout the entire book of Bereshis. You know, we have a famous Pasuk in Tehillim, Behold how beautiful and pleasant it is for brothers and sisters to dwell together. Rabbi Sachs points out and we would add how rare, how rare it is for brothers and sisters, Nebuch, to dwell together in peace and harmony. But all of these problems do not diminish the significance of the family. On the contrary, the family is the main vehicle of blessing. The Torah is telling us with great honesty, yes, families are challenging. The relationship between husband and wife, the relationship between parent and child, the relationship between siblings, it is not straightforward. We have to work at it. 
and there is no guarantee that we will get it right. It's by no means clear, and again, we have studied this over the last number of weeks, it is no means clear that the parents and the siblings and the brothers and the children in Boratius are getting it right. But it is our most human institution. James Q. Wilson was a famous political science scientist at Harvard University, and he wrote, the family is an arena in which conflicts occur and must be managed. People within the family love and quarrel, share and sulk, please and disappoint. But families, he writes, are the world in which we shape and manage our emotions. So, Boratius is not some idyllic hymn to the virtue of families. It is a candid, honest, fully worked through account of what it is to confront some of the main problems within families, even the best of families. But Boratius ends with these three resolutions. Number one, grandparents are an intrinsic part of the family and their blessing is important. Number two, Yaakov shows that it is possible to bless all of your children, even when you have a fractured relationship with some of them. And number three, Yosef shows it is possible to forgive your siblings, even if they have done you great harm. That is what Boratius is about. It's not about the creation of the world. That only occupies the first chapter of Boratius. It's not about power, because power ultimately does not succeed. Boratius is about how to handle family conflict. Because here's what we see at the end of these three tremendously important events, scenes in our Parsha. As soon as we are able to create a strong family, which is what happens at the end of our Parsha, that's when we can move from Boratius to Shamos next week and to see the birth of the nation of Israel. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.